Hello! Yo! How's it going? It is going. So I need Mahomes to put up like 40 points again tomorrow if I have any chance of beating you, right? I'd rather he did. <laughs> if I had the, a say in the matter. Okay, that's um, fair. I mean, I don't know. It's going to depend on Miles Sanders and Sam Prandi. Like, mm. you, might, you, might, you might not. Mm. We'll find out. And whether Devontae Adams plays, although I do have a nice replacement in Todd Gurley. True. So, yeah, I got, I got a decent decent game. I mean, there's a really good chance that we're the top two scorers, which is really annoying. Right? That is the in fucking fact, worst. We might basically have it locked down Yep. that we're going to be the top two scorers. So, Ugh. that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love it when one team has to lose because mm-hmm. they're playing each other. Yep. That's usually how it works, though. That is not true. I mean, I I feel like... It almost never happens. I'm I'm sure that I only remember it because these are the memorable memorable, uh, situations, but I feel like every week it's like, yeah, there's three guys that scored, you know, 140 points. Two of them played each other, and everyone else scored like 90 to 100. (laughs) This year, we have not had a single top scorer playing second best scorer. We haven't even wow. really had the top scorer playing like a top four team yet. This will be the first week where where a team gets screwed because they had to play a ridiculously high scoring team. And that team's me. Hey. Oh. How does it feel, Lucas? Although it might be me if Patrick <laughs> Mahomes balls out, and you probably shouldn't count yourself out yet. I mean, like. We also don't know if Devonte Adams is going to play yet. Like he probably. I got Gurley, baby. Uh, if Adams is out, I've got a replacement who's definitely less valuable, but like honestly not that big of a drop off. I was very fortunate that I was I looked up Devin Singletary and his value and like a majority of experts wanted to start Devin Singletary over Todd Gurley. So I was like, alright, I'll do it. And then I was like, oh wait, <laughs> I probably should have been starting him anyway, because then Gurley would have been a perfect backup in case Devontae couldn't go. So yeah. Mm. It happens. It's a thing. It's a thing. And we're going to talk about many things on episode 115 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on October 4th, 2020. Today on the podcast, we have Ryan. Spooky, scary skeletons. Holtz! Send shivers down my spine. I'm actually seeing a lot of remixes in advertising and stuff for that song, so I, I think it's mainstream now. We made it happen. <gasps> we brought it no! back. The thing I, I like is I'll... mainstream. <laughs> Ryan's a normie oh, now. I'm normcore. <laughs> I woke Jade up with that song the other day. <laughs> That's amazing. Because <laughs> every fucking morning, like, I, I get up, like, I have an alarm, or I'll just get up on my own, and Jade just won't. So I, like, woke up, you know, ate breakfast, you know, had some coffee, you know, got some work done, and it was, like, you know, getting later, and I was, like, you know, dressed and had already been showered. So I, like, came in with my phone and started playing the remix and dancing. <laughs> 
Did you she do not happy the that. skeleton dance? <laughs> I, I, what is the skeleton dance? It's from, I think the re no not the remix version maybe the original version it has like I think it was a Disney movie mm-hmm. and it had like a section where they animated a bunch of skeletons dancing. Uh, so I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they kind of like do a line dance where they're like pumping their arms up and down and stuff. It would have it would it would have made me laugh mm. if I was. Changed. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> Learn it. Learn the choreography. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Spooky, scary, Spooky, scary skeletons. <laughs> there is um, there is a version where that is you shooting your shot, Ryan. You know, Andrew, yeah. if we were dating, I would have laughed if you woke me up with the, <laughs> with the spooky, yeah. scary skeletons dance. I'm just super, super subtle about it. Andrew, yeah, like, I would totally appreciate that. Like, I'd probably laugh a lot. I'd be more enthused. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> JK, uh, Yeah, Andrew, like, if you, like, woke up early and you left me in bed and, you know, like, made some coffee and came and woke me up with a dance, like, I would really appreciate yeah, that. Dude, like, I, that, I think that... Might, I'm like, sure Jade would never appreciate you the way that i could yeah like i think she kind of like goes over her head so like i don't know man maybe uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy i don't jk unless <laughs> J- jane's probably a little too normal for you andrew. <laughs> yeah andrew i think jade's poisoning you <laughs> making you more and more normie when i called you normcore that was supposed to be a wake-up call <laughs> i was i was trying to get jade's you to a see toxic help. personality yeah her toxic personality of being a normal human being, not a deranged psychopath. <laughs> God damn it! I, for the record, the voluntary viewing podcast one hundred percent ships Jandrew. Uh, we support that, but also on the podcast but today, Arian. <laughs> <laughs> not not Randrew. Arian. Nope. Yeah, Arian. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either, but it popped into my head. I was like, what would our couple name it? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't think it would be that. This is off uh, to a fantastic start. Also <laughs> on the podcast today, we have a man who, for Halloween, is almost so- certainly going to be a horse in a hospital. Andrew Clark. A horse in a hospital. That that is a reference that I do understand, but I want you to tell everyone just to like make sure. Did you get the same video recommended to you that I did, Lucas, on YouTube? That was a compilation of John Mulaney TikToks. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, because I did, and I watched it, and I was like, "Yay!" Uh, the reference here is that at one point in his career, I believe on a Netflix special about a year ago, John Mulaney described the trump presidency as there being a horse in a hospital kind of there's a chaotic energy to this administration that i think we can all agree on um and that's the metaphor he used to sum it up uh and now donald trump is literally in a hospital ew yeah that's the joke and he's not as healthy as as a a horse horse. (laughs) there you go we both made the same joke. God damn it. We stepped on each other. I, I think your version was we better. We finish each other's <laughs> sandwiches. <We've>... Yeah. <laughs> We're so quirky. Zoe Deschanel. I ship Arian. Lol, random. <laughs> and then last but not least, I am Lucas DeRider, and I am both frustrated and inspired by the fact that 
We don't actually know what the song and dance known as the Monster Mash are. But it was a graveyard smash. It was, but it is... It didn't... Wait, Lucas, are you telling me that word didn't get around the graveyard? (laughs) There was a communication barrier and the people in the graveyard weren't properly communicating their love for the Monster Mash? I... You know what? Within the context of the song, yes. Oh, no. Someone needs to write an expose. <laughs> I, you know, I should have researched this more before coming on to this podcast, but if neither of you have seen the music video where it is the singer for the Monster Mash doing it on an Ed Sullivan-esque uh, talent show thing, Variety show. That was the word I can think of in the moment. Variety show. He is going ham, and you deserve to check it out. Yeah. Mm. I just realized that basically my name, if I'm the second name in a couple's name, is always bad. <laughs> like, I'm Arian with Andrew. I'm. We're probably Lion Lucas. If I'm, Ooh. if I'm the second name, like just I, Lion. again, I I would go with Rukus. I know, but if I am the second name, like, I'm, it's pretty much always a negative. <laughs> I mean, like, you know what? I'm fine with Lion being our couple name. Just got a fucking, fucking majestic animal on a coat of arms that is our relationship. I'm into it. Or you're lying. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> I wasn't picturing a, a majestic animal. No, I was thinking more lying. I, mm. we're, we're liars. Because we're performers. Yeah. Oh, and that's why performance we... is nothing but artful lying. And that's why we would never work, Ryan. I'm sorry. We are both. No. We are both too chaotic energy. We're coworkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we just really make things awkward, and like we don't have an HR department. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, yeah. It's probably for the best. I can be HR too. Like I don't know. I I invented. You know the the marketing for volunteer viewing. I can be Ooh, HR too. Marketing Ooh. HR. Are we shouting that out at the top of the pod? Maybe. Uh, sure. All right. Everybody, volunteer viewing has an Instagram account now. Andrew, tell them about it. On our Instagram account, and also on our Twitter and YouTube, uh, we've been posting uh, some highlights from the last couple months of the podcast. Trying to get some fun content out there, get the the podcast into little bite-sized pieces to pique your interest. And that way, you know, as the plan goes, you'll listen to one minute of the podcast, laugh very hard, and then listen to the full 90 minutes of every week uh, the podcast comes out. With the... Plus, you know, the collective three to four hours of quarantine cast. <laughs> ah. So much content. Um. You can find us on Instagram at Voluntary Viewing. That's it. <laughs> voluntary Can't Viewing. I can't believe that's that it. was available. That's the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. That's the tweet. Um, also on Twitter, at V2 underscore podcast, with the handle being Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Or on our YouTube channel, which is, you guessed it, Voluntary Viewing. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? We don't have a Facebook because <laughs> Facebook. If it's not dead yet, it should be. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do, Andrew? I don't know. Maybe we'll make a LinkedIn. You know what I'm going to do? 
the most recent one we put what out. What are you going to do? The, enter the Mustmobile, perhaps the magnum opus of this podcast. I'm on my Twitter right now, and I am typing at Elon Musk. <laughs> He's not going to like this. Reply. No. <laughs> Even if he sees it, we're relentlessly shitting on him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and if he says... You're like, look at this fucking idiot. And if he <laughs> says this is garbage... That is more beneficial to us than him liking it. But he's not going to say this is garbage publicly. He's just going to ignore it because it's bad and making I, fun of him. Have you seen Elon Musk on Twitter? I have, yeah. He will He will let people know if this is garbage. Okay. Mm. Ooh, if you type in Muskmobile in <laughs> YouTube, it is the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8th. Wow! What? 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 What beat us out? There's a lot of Musk uh, Mobile. It's using like phone. Yeah, like things about phones or the Cybertruck. Huh? I'm not actually finding it. Oh, oh no! I have it as the third result. Yeah, I listened to it. So really? yeah, it's number three for me. Yeah. Huh. I also have viewed it. So it says there's three views. So there you yeah. go. Hey, one for each of us. We're on our yeah, no, way. Wait, so Andrew is the social media coordinator, the head marketer. Um, I head probably, of HR, don't forget that. Yeah, apparently head of HR now. Lucas is a uh, host, hey. like lead audio engineer, uh, sound editor, uh, shit like that. And then I'm just talent. <laughs> I featured guest Ryan Holtz. Yeah. Put that on a resume. Ryan, Ryan's the face of the podcast. Right? I feel like I, I'm just literally the talent and I need to start acting like a diva because mm. I don't have to wear any other hats. And you guys are like producers and marketers and all sorts of other shit. And I'm just like, I show up and I, and I fucking well, grace. We're the ones that do all the work. <laughs> We're the ones that do all the work, and then when it blows up, you're the one that runs away with the <laughs> podcast. I grace all the money. this audio medium with my comedic genius. I said that's, no purple M&Ms. I don't even know where you found these. Yes. It feels like, Lucas, <laughs> you sought out a, a new color of M&M just to annoy me. Is this... These are just regular M&Ms with purple lead paint. (laughs) Lucas, you come at the king, you best not miss. Well, you already ate like eight of them, so (laughs) I think I'm good. Give it a few hours. Just fucking die. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. That was a terrific break, and that will take us into News of the Week. Yeah. Um, none of us have played the old Spider-Man game, but a couple of us... Were... Old Spider-Man, like two years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like 2018 Spider-Man. Ancient. Uh, but a couple of us are thinking about picking up this game for the next generation consoles, and if we do, Peter Parker is going to have a new face, and that's weird. This is actually weirdly personal to me. <laughs> I, um... <laughs> My landlord, when I first moved out here, I rented a room from him. Um, He had a former tenant who was like an actor, singer, like ran in a lot of those circles. Mm -hmm. And one of his friends was the performance capture actor 
for like Peter Parker oh. in the Spider-Man video game. Oh god. So they're replacing like the his face. Yeah. Why are they replacing him? I don't him? know. Why Maybe they, I should reach out to Why are that they guy. putting all this work into doing that? To make him look more Dude. like Tom Holland. Yeah, but it doesn't really look like Tom Holland either. Though. <laughs> it just it, yeah, like sure, does it look more like Tom Holland than the last one? Yeah. But it's not Tom Holland, so what's the point of doing this? This is the version of the game I'm going to play, too, because I bought the the Spider-Man uh, Ultimate Edition or whatever. Think so. about how fucking pissed off the original actor must be. I know. I was like, I wonder if I should reach out to, to, to that guy I mean, and like, be like, how's your friend did, doing? Was he... Was he like problematic? Like, did they replace him because he like did some shit, or did they just like, oh, we're trying to capitalize on that Spider-Man Far From Home money? Have they so even... we got seventy-five percent of Tom Holland's face? Have they? Did they don't even mention the performance capture actor on this? Mm-hmm. So How could they not? That's the whole point of the fucking story. They just took this dude out <laughs> of the game. Yeah. No fucking clue, man. They're like, oh yeah, like we removed the facial capture and the voice for the Kratos in the old God of War, and in the new one, we replaced him with someone who looks kind of like Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, not Gerard Butler, but like he looks kind of mm-hmm. like him. The voice actor is Yuri Lo- Lowenthal. Mm-hmm. They 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 got a like fifty year old dude to I, just Yuri <laughs> do Peter Parker. What? Yuri Yuri Lowenthal is kind of up there as far as voice actors go. He he. But still, yeah. Like, couldn't have gotten anyone even a little younger. I don't know. <laughs> it's Peter Parker. He's supposed to be a fucking high schooler. Why do they keep it casting like full grown adults? Like I think, Tom Holland I think this one's first... he's supposed to be like a grown ass adult. Well, and then, oh, really? Isn't he? Yeah. And then that was, I think, maybe a legitimate criticism of this change within the narrative I saw. Where it's my understanding the story <laughs> is that Spider Man has been doing this for a while, and because of that, Peter Parker's life is falling apart. Like he's he, he's supposed to be in his late 20s in this game, not... Yeah, that dude on the right looks about 18. <laughs> yeah, like the, the that, that is a high schooler. Looks, well, exactly, because Tom Holland was like, they kind of nailed it because he actually kind of looks like a high schooler. <laughs> like, so it was actually the first time that they kind of nailed that down. So if they're going to make him look more like Tom Holland, that means making them look younger. I, it, I don't know. And it's also weird to me that they made a conscious decision to make him look more like Tom Holland when... Into the Spider-Verse came out and kind of proved, hey, Peter Parker can look like a bunch of fucking... Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Just like Galarian Slow King. I know you guys don't care about this, but (laughs) Slow King, one of my favorite Pokemon, they they did him or her right in, in this change. What? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but oh, what the fuck do you mean? I, I, I like this design. I think this is a fun alt design for Slow King. I mean, so... It looks like Slow King has rotted. Yes. <laughs> it's like moldy Slow King. Yeah, I'm into and it. I don't, I don't care about Slow King or Pokemon, but like... <laughs> I guess, hey, no, I, I'm going to take it back. If, if you like this, then... That's fine. Hey, I mean, I'm I'm psychic Pokemon are my favorite type. Mm-hmm. So slow slow king is definitely uh, one of one of my raiding party when I do an all psychic run, which is one of my favorite things to do. Like yeah. get a bunch of dual types that can handle 
you know, all the others and then like look for certain moves that I can teach mm-hmm. so that I can cover all my bases and everything. That is that is one of my favorite Pokemon runs of all time. Mm. Yeah, it, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> I think definitely weird. Is this a is this a fucking parasite puppet master situation? It kind of looks like the shelter has taken over the slowpoke body. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, I'm into it. It's fun. <laughs> this is. It's just the last of us. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. and you like that game, Andrew. Ergo, you should like this. I, I do, but like part of the reason why that game is so good is because they made the clickers absolutely horrifying. <laughs> they made the monsters that have been psychically taken over by another organism <laughs> horrendous. Like, just yeah, like, unlovable. <laughs> it's like one of the scariest things to me. <laughs> So I'm going to chalk this down as a I don't like it. <laughs> but if you do, that's fine. I mean, yes, this is also terrifying me, but in a way that I'm into. So I do like it. There you go. Mm. Um, Take it away, Redberry. So, uh, I remember a couple months back, CD Projekt Red, when asked about the possibility of crunch, you know, uh, hitting their employees when they were making Cyberpunk, they were like, no, we pledge to not crunch our employees, and that's why we are going to continue to delay it until, like, we get it right, Wow, basically. that's, and, you that's know. really great of them, I, awesome, showing solidarity, making, making change in the industry that they want to see. Awesome. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Until it came out like a couple days ago, they're like, yeah, we're going to have to crunch real hard <laughs> in order to get it out in the middle of November. <laughs> and everyone's like, wait, you said you wouldn't do that. And they're like, yeah. Like, what about the employees? Like, well, we're going to pay them. <laughs> we're not going to. Like, they're going to be compensated. Like, they're going to get overtime. Don't you worry. Like, yeah, we... That's not that's not the issue. <laughs> that's not the issue at hand. No, we're not going to commit a crime, but <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's pretty dumb. Don't 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 say you're not going to do a thing and then do it. Like everyone, companies, human beings, fucking don't. You cannot. I'm, I'm guessing it probably came down to one of those things where they were like, hey, guys, we're going to have to delay the game again. <laughs> and then some people in charge said, this game is, quote unquote, launching with the next generation or else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine Four. dropping a PS4 game like five months into the PS5? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I. It's kind of, it's almost like... Uh, inexcusable that yeah. <laughs> they're launching Cyberpunk 27 on PlayStation 4 a week after PlayStation 5 comes out. No, I was going... You know, and, and, and sure, like, yeah, you're going to be able to play on the PlayStation 5. It's probably still going to look good on the PlayStation 5. It'll perform pretty well. Yada, yada, yada. They'll, like, release a patch. They'll make it optimized later. Fine. <laughs> but, like, that's also just dumb. Like, that is a dumb thing. I, I... But now they... <laughs> have to crunch to do that i was going to say yes this is coming out with the next generation for the last one 
Yeah. I, and, and we've gone over that before about how stupid that is. I, um, and also, like, how it doesn't really matter all that much that it's coming out on, like, PlayStation 4. Because it's basically coming out for PlayStation, and it's coming out for Xbox. It's not coming out for either generation, you know, with the ideas that you're going to buy this game to play it on your PlayStation 5. But still, that it is immensely stupid. And... But not as bad as them crunching their employees after making a huge point of, like, look at all these guys crunching their employees. We wouldn't do that. And if I recall correctly, that was kind of one of the things they said to cover up the fact that they had done an AMA on either 4chan or 8chan. Is that right? I think that timeline adds up. I... I, I, I don't think that they were related. Oh, okay. I remember what you're talking about, like, you know, where some, I don't know if it was a dev or just, like, one of their guys, and he was like, we're doing an AMA, and then he, like, said some, like, really shitty stuff. Mm. Um, but, and I don't think that those were related. Okay. I think, I think it was, like, we are delaying this game so that we don't have to crunch our employees because we don't want to do that because we're better than that or, you know, some dumb shit like that. And then... Now we know they're not. Just... Yeah. Um, Minecraft. Steve Minecraft is in Super Smash Brothers. John Minecraft. <laughs> it's Minecraft Steve. Yeah. He's Mr. Minecraft, blocks. if you will. It's going. Uh, fucking Smash is going the Fortnite route. There's gonna be building now. <laughs> I can't wait for like Aquaman to hit Smash. We can watch Tenant in Smash. I was thinking more of the building aspect, but yeah, maybe they're gonna go marketing, and yeah, it'll be just all Marvel shit. I, I feel like Goku would show up before Aquaman, but what do I know? They do a limited time Thanos event where he's just like the most overpowered character ever. <laughs> just kills everyone, and it's just like hey, for two hours you can be Thanos. Yeah. It's kind of fun. I mean, I like Minecraft. Yeah. (laughs) It's my childhood. They got Enderman. Yeah. And zombies. And Alex, who was a little after my time, but fair enough. Mm. Good for Hatsune Miku, creator of Minecraft. (laughs) I feel like that's a reference I don't uh, know, but I like it. (laughs) Because Notch is a Nazi. Yeah. Uh, only other thing I have to say for this is that a little disappointed. Travis Touchdown apparently going to be a me fighter skin in Super Smash Bros. But you know what? I'll take it. I appreciate that. Andrew, the next time we play online, I'm going to have that skin on a me sword fighter. So fucking prepare for that. Are you going to pay for it? Oh, no, I'm in the battle pass already. Ah, So he already paid for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's free. <laughs> That's what it means. Look, you can watch all these shows for free on Netflix. I mean, like present day me, yes, this is free. Me from the past, though, put twenty five bucks into this. <laughs> you, you, you're one of those people that like every single second, it's a new you. There's, you have no relation to the you of the future and you of the past. Every- I just like to live in the moment. Every seven years, the cells in your body are all new cells. You're a different person. Except for brain cells. Blah, those don't count. Which are the, the, yeah, the most important cells in the whole body. 
Yeah. And then finishing up the video game section, 25% of Ubisoft employees experience misconduct according to an internal survey. Whoa. That's fun. That's great. That sounds about right. That. Honestly, kind of lower than I expected. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it's my understanding that this was one of those here's a work email where you can evaluate your experiences at the company and I know for a fact that people fucking lie on those because they say it's anonymous, but is it really? No. Yeah. It's literally no. never anonymous. <laughs> yeah, no, never, I never ever trust that. I I came to the conclusion that it was not anonymous a long time ago, but I refused to lie on the surface. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm in that group I just, a little bit. Yeah. I just rip them apart. <laughs> I, I guess I like the company I work for maybe a little more, but like yeah, I, I definitely am pretty honest, even though I know that my name's probably linked to it. But I, I guarantee that I've subconsciously pulled a punch knowing that. Like, you know, they can absolutely be linked to me. So, yeah. Yeah. That is all for news, unless somebody wants to slide something into TV, film, or other. Slide into those TV, film, or other DMs. Hmm. Those TFOs. <laughs> TFO DM. All right, nobody's sliding in there, which means we're going to the meme corner. The memes. Have y'all seen the too deep for most to understand painting meme? I think so. Here, I will. Hold on, I'm going to copy the link. Are you posting this on Facebook or in the Hangout? I feel like. Uh, the Hangouts. Okay. Or the. The planning doc. <laughs> or the planning. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Well, I just assumed that you guys had seen it, so I didn't I had not, post no. a link. Um, so it's it's like a painting class. It's a cartoon that someone drew. It looks like it was posted on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, also looks like it was posted two years ago, and it's just coming back up now, which makes it even better. But it's like an art class, you know, drawing on their canvases with like a nude model in the middle, who is so disproportionately huge. Like she looks like she's 10 <laughs> feet tall. Um, and the the person that you can see the perspective of is drawing a picture, not of the nude model with the giant knockers. <laughs> but just out there. Of, of a woman who is also drawing behind her and like drawing a picture of her you know, drawing on her canvas and the caption too deep for most to understand with two periods with two periods, you know, clearly one of those like, Oh man, you know, like hashtag, not all men are pigs. You know, like why, why can't girls like nice guys? (laughs) Um, And I've seen so many fucking good memes where the, the drawing is removed and it's just like some dumb shit (laughs) drawn in there instead. Uh, have you have you guys seriously not seen these? I no. I have not seen the edits. I have seen this base meme though. Okay, yeah, no, there there's some good stuff in here. Um, I've like I've seen somewhere instead of a drawing of the like the other art student, it's just like drawing of like giant cartoon boobs. Mm. Um, uh, 
like drawings of like Trump doing like stupid shit. Uh, I don't know. Just just it's like the perfect meme format because you can put anything on that canvas. It's yeah. like too deep for most to understand. So couple couple thoughts on this. One is there a reason that the woman artist looks identical to the model? It's just because someone probably drew it quickly and does not draw face shapes well. Okay. And then what? What is what is the seemingly smaller canvas on the back of the canvas the guy is drawing? I, I don't know. Is this too Small. deep for me to understand, Andrew? The smaller canvas on the back canvas? What is happening? This is too deep. Layers! Layers! Oh, it, I'm, I'm guessing that what you're seeing is the stand of the canvas. Okay. He's drawing the back of the canvas, and he like it, that's the, the easel... Or that looks different from any easel I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Or wait, Unless what am I? What am I thinking? It just is an easel a canvas stand, or is an easel yeah, like yeah. the paint? No, no, the easel is a canvas yeah, stand, I, but it's usually like the size of the canvas. Right. You want that stability? Um, I I disagree. I think it is always. Hmm. I've I've never seen an easel that was like tiny. I have a tiny easel. Could you milk me? <laughs> What? (laughs) That was a a Meet the Parents reference? I don't know. It was the same energy. It was the same vibe. I thought I I was having a stroke. (laughs) No. You've seen Meet the Parents, right? Yeah. yeah, You you saying I have a tiny easel was like Robert De Niro saying I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? It was the same fucking energy. Absolutely, 100%. I'm so happy that like... People posting two things that are similar and saying that they're the same energy is a thing now mm. because it explains so much of how my brain works. <laughs> <laughs> you, you saying that all smug because you were probably right was a great like, yeah, you fuck yourself. And that's how I was so confused. <laughs> and I Google I absolutely did not understand that reference. I was talking about an easel, and you're like, "Milk me." <laughs> I did not say milk me. I said, "Could you milk like, me?" What? <laughs> I said, "Could you milk me?" I Google imaged easels, and yeah, they're all like pretty fucking big. Mm-hmm. Like they, they ain't no, they ain't no little tiny thing. Because you gotta, you gotta press down on the canvas. It's gotta, it's gotta support the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's how Could You Milk Me made the title title list. I think you need to take a picture of your easel and uh, put it on Google Images so that from now on, here on out, everyone can be like, look, easels can be small. Jesus Christ, who knows that? That sounded like Siren Head was (laughs) happening in your apartment. (laughs) When did Siren Head become a thing? I don't know. The first time I ever saw Siren Head was in like a Fallout mod video. Me, me as well. Yeah, I, is that where it originated? Do you think? I, it. I mean, it's for probably a, long a creepy time, pasta, It was the only right? reference. Yeah, probably. Uh, and maybe, Head. maybe we saw it there because we'd also seen other Fallout Four mod videos. I don't, yeah. I don't know. 
A fictional humanoid monster. Humanoid? That's a fucking stretch. Uh, I mean, it has arms and legs. Kind of, though. Uh, in 2018, by Canadian artist respectfully known as Trevor Henderson. Uh, approximately 40 feet tall. Yeah, it doesn't really say. YouTubers such as Markiplier, PewDiePie, and Jacksepticeye made videos about the creature and its various media and unofficial video games. I have never heard about this. I am looking into it now. This is... Okay, this is like B-tier Junji Ito. I can vibe with this. All right. It's pretty unsettling. Right. And usually it's got like these creepy air raid sirens that are going, like shifting in and out of pitch. Mm-hmm. Like it's like... And as it's like wandering around, kind of lumbering. Right. So I'm gonna sample that for a beat and drop a track here in the next couple of weeks. Drop a diss track about small easels. <laughs> no, about Siren Head. Just oh, you're gonna just diss gonna Siren Head? Take him down. That's yeah, I'm gonna take him down. <laughs> I hey, bitch, <laughs> come and find me, Siren Head, and yeah. just bust down my wall and eats my soul or something things that thing that finds humans that's like your only purpose <laughs> come find me what are you gonna do find me man, man found, found. <laughs> god damn it all right that will take us into the breakouts I can go off about Hades. Do we want me to do this now or after you guys have talked about your stuff? I don't know if I have um, any stuff. I'll just throw in real quickly that in a desperate attempt to, uh, you know, fill out the spreadsheet for the end of the year podcast of our my 2020 top tens, I started like making a list of like shows and movies that came out this year that I'm going to try to pack in. So I started watching Away, the first season of Away on Netflix, because I heard it was okay. Uh-huh. And it and it is okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, there are some moments that are, like, really, like, interesting, and you get invested in, and then sometimes you're just like, I don't care. Um, I will say that I am completely taken out of the show several times an episode, because they just, they have cell phones. <clears throat> they talk to people on the ground live. Like, on the phone and, like, FaceTime and shit. And they're, like, halfway between the moon and Mars. And they're, like, talking to each other live with no delay or anything. I... I'm like, why Why is this... This this isn't possible. I have not heard of this show. What's the setup? Um, It's basically, like, a small crew of astronauts from all over the world you know, taking like a three year mission to Mars and they leave behind their families and shit. Mm-hmm. And so like, I would say two thirds of the show or maybe even like, maybe even half the show is them on the, you know, rocket ship heading to Mars. And I assume probably the season will end with them getting to Mars. Cause I know there's going to be a season two. Um, and then like the rest of it is like shit going on back home and mission control and you know, their families, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, and there's like the commander is an American woman, uh, and then like the pilot is an Indian man, 
and then there's a black guy from England, and then a Russian man, and then a, a woman from China. And those are the five crew members. And so far, <laughs> there's like a lot of stereotypes going oh. on. I just thought of the, the Funhouse video where they go to Mars. <laughs> Do you, did you ever see that, Andrew? I, I, don't, I don't know oh, which one. Oh, no. I think it was um, a Wheelhouse episode. And yeah, they, they have like all these characters and they're from like different countries and like one of them's an American. So he's like the stereotypical like American douchebag. And like then there's like two women and then there's like a Russian <laughs> and they keep like making the Russian guy do all the work. And eventually he like dies and shit and the American guy is just like doesn't give a fuck and he's just like driving around in the rover. I don't know. Anyway, bad reference apparently. It does. <laughs> I need to send you the link. Does this show have any of the, and I'm hesitant to use this word, but kind of fun human isolation stuff in something like The Lighthouse? Um, Not so far. Uh, I, I think, like, it seems like they're gearing up for that. You know, tensions with the crew are rising, except, like, tensions with the crew were risen, like, to max level first episode. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's not any of that, like, slow burn. It's just, like ah, nobody trusts each other, and then, like, you know, trying to work through that in the other episodes. It, but I, mm, um, I don't know. Like, de- definitely there's, like, you know, some of the isolation stuff, except a lot of that is cut out because they just call their families live on, like, FaceTime before they go to bed. Uh, uh, I mean, it... And I don't... I, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm not able to do the math in my head of, like, how much of a delay there would be from like halfway between earth and mars just talking on regular fucking cell phones but i got to imagine it would be fairly significant it um, no it's a little bit of a bummer i feel like that dynamic is and could in this instance be a lot of fun where it's something like wow i fucking hate you but we also have to fuck because somehow I hate you less than the four other people I'm trapped with in here. So, fucking get it on. I mean, none, none of that yet. Oh. Um, but, we'll see. Fair. Go off. Go off? Go off. Y'all ready? Go off, fam. Go off, fam. I think I've already gotten a preview of this. Um... But I'm ready for more. Hades might be my game of the year 2020. And I don't. And I think you even said it should be everyone. Yes, it should be. It <laughs> is. Look at that far. Fucking fantastic. I don't know if you guys have ever played roguelike games or roguelike games or whatever it's fucking called, but this is the best one of them. And at only a $25 buy-in. On both Nintendo Switch and PC, there is no reason both of you shouldn't be playing at this exact moment. That's right. This episode of the Volunteer Viewing Podcast is brought to you by Hades. Hades, available now. Usually I'd make the joke, Supergiant, give us money, but I like this game so much, I would just advertise it for them for free. You could. Hey, why don't you uh, do your part in supporting Supergiant? By buying me a copy of Hades. <laughs> I, Andrew, that might be your Christmas present. Hey! Not gonna lie, that might be your Christmas present. 
<laughs> it I, remember how i bought you a roguelite game uh for switch that everyone liked and you never played it i played it a couple of times oh did you i thought you never played it i played it a couple of times it's fine it's nothing compared to hades i'm sorry but it's fine <laughs> oh man i put a lot of time and effort trying to figure out what the best thing to buy you was i'm like wow yeah i really think that dead cells would be the perfect game for luke no and that was the perfect game for me in like 2019 but hades i'm sorry blows it out of the water you got me a good gift and that is how much better this game is than dead cells (laughs) if i can if i can sell you guys on this i'm going to be paraphrasing a little bit this game opens with Zagreus, the son of Hades, essentially a what? No, kidding. Kidding. I was making a joke. I wanted you to say like Zagreus, son of Hades, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck you. Nope. Fuck you. Pulling the, pulling the release button. Zagreus, son no, of Hades, kidding. approaching his dad and saying, Hey dad, I don't want to run the family business someday. I want to go up to the surface and live my life. And then Hades' response is more or less, Well, son, good news, bad news. Good news, I'm immortal, so you're never running this shit. Bad news, you're not going to the surface either. I need you to like stay here and fucking keep the underworld in order with me. And then he's just, he just basically says, fuck you, dad. And then the entire game is you taking control of Zagreus, trying to escape from the underworld with the other Olympians and then other characters from Greek mythology, uh, helping you out a little bit. The, it It's great. There's so much charm. It is so much fun. And just a really technically and mechanically sound game. There is no better feeling in this game than stumbling into a combination of abilities and weapons that just lets you wreck shit. I I love it. It is so addicting. Sounds fun. I, yeah. It's amazing. I, I, I cannot undersell this game. It... The fucking, the fucking health items that you get are euros and fries because this is taking place in Greece. Fries? And Christopher what? Nolan's brother made it. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like that's the equivalent. Dude, this Argu- game's so argument. good. You gain your health back by eating french fries and euros in the underworld <laughs> get it it's grease yeah we need the clap emoji between each word you eat you euros eat and fries to regain health i <laughs> there are so many great little touches in this game fucking achilles is zagreus's mentor but and like he's cool but also clearly very upset that his name is now synonymous with weakness it Oh, I love it. I heard that this game was, like, also kind of a dating simulator. Oh, yes. Yeah. Every every character in this game has... I feel like it's a weird combo, but okay. I, it works really well. Every character in this game is definitely has a sexual edge to them, but they're all so confident and assured that it never really gets weird. And, yeah, you give the characters gifts, and then you get... Um, uh, d- d- better abilities that you can equip. Dionysus might be my favorite. Dionysus is peak fucking older 
frat boy cousin who is not maybe treating himself the best, but also a lot of fun to be around. I love him. Fertility and wine. Mm. Fucking and drinking. <laughs> I... The one line, kind of life. The one line of dialogue I got that is still sending me. Um, I bought him at a shop. You can. I, I. I bought the ability. I bought one of his abilities at a shop in the game. And every time you get like a, a benefit from a god or another figure in the game, they give you a little voice clip, kind of explaining it. And when you buy Dionysus at a shop, at least the first time, he says something to the effect of zag my man thank you so much for picking up the check this time i cannot spot you but i can hook you up with one of these bad boys and it's so good guys you need to check it out i i need more people in my life who i can talk to about this game yeah well i already told you that i i thought that this game looked super interesting and not really the kind of game that I usually go in for, but heard a lot of good stuff about it, and you may have sold me. Andrew, if there is any of middle school you left in you, I feel like you would really <laughs> enjoy the fucking lore. There is lore. no middle school Andrew left. <laughs> you would enjoy middle the Middle school lore. Andrew died a long time ago. The lore and world building of this game. My hair is getting super long again because of quarantine. <laughs> Middle school Andrew comes back. Middle school Andrew never left, Andrew. He was always there in the shadows. <laughs> oh, Whenever someone no. told a dick joke or <laughs> he was there. <laughs> or, or made a reference to Hades, apparently. Mm. <laughs> All right. I. You checking out anything, Ryan? No. Other than Fall Guys. Oh. Fun. Hey. And Rocket League. I've been playing oh. Rocket League now that it's free to play with uh, Jesus and Ian. It's been very fun. Hell yeah. And having a good time. Rocket League to... is free to play now? Yeah. That is one of those video games that has gotten so big that is just huge within its own bubble, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I always really liked it. I always thought it was fun. Uh, it was always like a good, just casual, like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like playing some Rocket League. But with friends, it's very fun. And it's also fun to carry in lobbies that are, like, beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> like, where, where I'm carrying two literal beginners who have never touched the game before. So the game puts us with, like, really bad players, but they're, you know, slightly better than beginners. So I get to just be a god and try to... <laughs> win the game single-handedly but ian's ian's developed very quickly mm. so yeah it's a fun time that's my mummy <laughs> and i'm sure we are going to have a fun time talking about episode seven of season two of the boys in the group chat black noir has a tree nut allergy you guys is he dead he's not dead there's no way he's dead. I, I, I didn't think so, but yeah. zero zero percent chance. I think Maeve, like on purpose, only kicked it so far away and didn't like take it because she wanted just to, you know give, uh, give Starlight a chance to escape versus actually actively killing him. Hmm. So, yeah. 
I, I don't think he's dead. I think that they would have shown his death more on screen or made it more brutal if uh, he was going to die. He is probably dead the next time he runs into the boys because then they can just fucking, I don't know, throw coconuts at him until he dies. Yeah. Also, finally, a fucking weakness that isn't blackmail. Jesus Christ. Right? There yeah. was even more blackmail. <laughs> they can't stop. They've got a goddamn addiction to blackmail. Although I will, I mean, it's it's just their get out of jail free card. That's the so dumb. all right. How does it? How do we progress the plot? Blackmail. Like blackmail works, but blackmail is a can, high risk, high reward thing. It can a only group go of so people, far. Yeah, a good group of people would not be able to pull off. Like, consecutive blackmails for a decade without, like, ever dying. I, well, and one, also, one time like, they die. Well, yeah, like, the whole, like, uh, lamplighter arc, like, all of that shit was yeah, because was they tried to blackmail and it didn't fucking work. Also, the, the arc ended up being totally pointless. Right? And, yeah, and like, that was, that was so dumb. Like, what was the point of all of that shit? They built up this character, which he was a completely different character in yeah. the second I, yeah, episode. Yeah, that's fair. And he just toasted himself. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was literally, it had no function. His function was to free Starlight, but Starlight, like, that whole plot was developed within that episode. It was self-contained. Mm-hmm. So, literally, what was the point? Like And, like... He I, he volunteered to take uh, Huey into like the new or like into the tower because of Starlight, so that he could kill himself. Mm-hmm. When he could have just gone and done that on his own. Well, he, he didn't did know it. that. But why? <laughs> why would he take? Because he wanted. To why do would it he in take Huey the there statue, just to kill himself Andrew. when he could have just killed himself before? What? He wanted to do it in front of the statue. So, so he could be like, yeah, I made my dad proud at one point. This episode is just about dads. Was that not made clear? You know, I, dads. I, I mm. get it. It was a little heavy-handed. <laughs> <laughs> More than a little, in my opinion. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is how Billy turned out so bad, because his dad wasn't nice to him. And like, oh, how did Homelander turn out so bad? Turns out his dad... Dad, Dad wasn't, wasn't nice, to him. nice to him. And then he's like, oh, maybe we're not so different. <laughs> he used to be I a- mean, did you guys catch the, the Lord of the Rings? What? That was fucking Denethor from Lord of the Rings. The guy that like thinks that his son is dead and pours oil over himself and then gets lit on fire and runs through, uh, and, like runs to his death off of the uh, Minas Tirith Tower. In Gondor. Oh. Huh. And then Carl Urban played Aomer, who was also in, like, they had a scene together. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I was Vogelbaum, really Vogelbaum was the same guy that played. No, Denethor? no. Uh, Carl oh. Urban's dad. Oh. oh okay. Huh. Yeah. The, the guy who played Billy Butcher's dad was Denethor, aka I the guy you were that saying oh. that there was like a no, reference sorry. to Lord of the Rings. No, no, no. Well, I mean, there kind of is because they cast. <laughs> Another Lord of the Rings actor. I mean, sure, it could have been completely random, but like, I don't know. Carl Urban and him worked together in that old movie, and now shit. No, okay, back. no, this is connecting. United. Actually, yes, I remember this. The little bit of Lord of the Rings I have seen is this part. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm I'm so sad now. I I always forget that Lucas doesn't watch Lord of the Rings. Wait, who does Carl Urban play in Lord of the Rings? Aomer. 
the really the, yeah the son of uh the king of uh king of uh fucking holy the Rohan, shit the you're Rohan. right yeah he wears <laughs> he wears a blonde wig but yeah that's okay him. so yeah man and i guess that was 17 years ago <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago i mean i didn't watch it 17 years ago i don't know about y'all but yeah um so i don't know that was just a cool little fun like oh my god <laughs> The minute I saw him, I was like, fuck me! That's Denethor! Holy shit, dude! <laughs> they have Denethor money? Ah, oh, it's Amazon. Yeah. Of course they have Denethor money. Yeah, it's Amazon. They could, they could afford fucking Brad Pitt to be his dad. Oh, that <laughs> those numbers I don't think would crunch, but okay. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Bezos is like, uh, I guess I can't afford my lunch today. I have to pay Brad Pitt to be in my TV yeah. show. God damn it. I assume he just eats gold. <laughs> like bricks of gold. Yeah, not even gold flakes. He just, yeah. he had his teeth replaced with diamonds so that they could cut through the gold. It, you know, it is actually very soft. It is softer than people yeah. expect, yeah. You can, yeah, but you can, your teeth. You can bite gold. No, you can. Yeah, no, you can bite it, but you can't bite it all the way through like a fucking piece of pound cake. Jeff Bezos can. <laughs> It wouldn't be very pleasant, but I bet you if you worked at it, you could you could bite off a piece. Oh, no. Okay, so he ate gold for so long, his teeth just got worn down and then had to have them replaced with diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of, like, fucking massive engagement ring diamonds. I don't trust banks. I keep all my wealth in my mouth. Jesus. <laughs> Um, so we touched on this, but, uh, yeah, Eagle Archer is all uh, out of the cult and, uh, the deep is pretty deep in the Kool-Aid with the cult. Whoa. I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't get it. Explain it. Um, so being deep in the Kool-Aid is a reference to, um, I forget the name of the cult, but they famously committed mass suicide by drinking poisoned it wasn't even Kool-Aid, actually, now that I think about it. It was, it was like aid Yes, Flavor-Aid. Yeah, Jonestown. Jonestown. Yep, thank you, Ryan. After the yeah, Golden no, American I'm with you. Uh-huh. I'm with you. What's the, what's the rest of it? Uh, well, the Deep's name is The Deep, so it fits into that uh-huh. expression. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll figure it out later. Also, I, you know what? I'm, I'm with you guys in that the show relies on blackmail too much, but I kind of think that maybe they're going to get away from it because... My hot take, Eagle Archer's blackmail, not even blackmail, really. He was having slightly kinky sex with his wife. That's whatever. Okay. Yeah. We haven't even talked about the fucking exploding heads. Oh, we're going yeah, right to that? That the was the crux of the episode. So Jade picked this episode of the boys to watch. <laughs> She's like, I don't I'm think kind that was invest- that brutal. I don't know about you guys. I, like, I thought comparison. that final scene was pretty brutal. It was. I don't know. In comparison with like some of the other shit that's gone on, it was not. I wouldn't say it was the most like. There, there was other scenes that were more like emotionally brutal because of like how cruel they were. It was too cartoonish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was just you know gory and unsettling. I I don't think it was even unsettling. Someone on Reddit put it to yakety sacks, and it kind of worked. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking just heads exploding. Fucking Homelander just looking around. He was looking for someone to laser. I, I, that's my. You think? I, I don't know. There was a. He was looking for the culprit. There was a. I don't think he. I think he was just like very confused. Yeah, he was definitely confused. But I think he was just like ready to like. Oh, I'll just laser this person who's doing this, and then he just couldn't find anyone, so he was just casually like, 
I guess I don't really care that much. I'll just keep looking around. So I'm, oh, well. I'm, I, I'm guessing that introducing the character, and we argued about this, but I believe the character's name is Sophie uh, in the previous episode is a misdirect and that it is the cult behind uh, these. That's, yeah. There's two That's, working theories, I think. Yeah. One of them is, yeah, the cult, mm-hmm. the... Uh, the Church of the Collective, because um, they killed the other fast superhero. Yeah, right. they killed um, uh, Shockwave. Oh my god, Shockwave! Shockwave. Yeah, they <laughs> killed him, and he was the only soup to die. Um, or it's Stan Edgar. Oh, that's the, the other. That's his superpower, and why he's not afraid of Homelander at all. Because he can just it, yeah. just demolish anybody. Flip. He can flip the kill switch. <laughs> Which is definitely a pretty good superpower when you think about I, it. You know, I've been thinking about this for a while, and especially considering that, you know, Vought was started by a Nazi, and the Nazi's living wife uh, is also very much a Nazi, how a black man ended up running it, and there being no drama there, apparently. That, you know what, him just having that in the back pocket could be an explanation for that. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering about that. Mm-hmm. because Did they like, say how Vought died? I don't believe so. Because, I mean, Ooh. Pop Goes the Weasel, I don't know. <laughs> Very possible. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, like, they, they made a point of, like, showing that, like, Stormfront is, at least in some capacity, working directly for Stan Edgar. Right. And I, yeah. don't, I don't think her uh, Nazi tendencies would be cool with that unless she was kind of, like, pressed into it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, b- having the ability to just end her at any moment is fairly good reason to do that yeah my only pushback on the edgar theory was that i don't think he himself would go to that uh meeting between the boys and that fbi lady but i mean he could just do it through his fucking mind yeah we don't know how okay i mean maybe maybe he can just look through a camera and do it i mean he wasn't physically there and that that is i think one of the most compelling pieces of evidence for why it's him is that he wasn't in the room and for a meeting of literally like what could be the death of his corporation for him to not be that present is pretty insane so Hmm. yeah or Um, i mean another thing could be that you know it was the cult that was doing it and the reason he wasn't there is because the cult leader said that he just talked to stan edgar and maybe they worked something out of like yeah, we we'll get those other guys into the back into the seven, but you have to do something for me first. Kill everyone at this meeting. So the yeah. senator's secretary got exploded, but she did not. Do you think that was intentional, or is this an aiming thing? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, yeah, maybe I we don't we, really don't, know. we don't know how the rules work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, um, it's also one of those things like, why did Raina, or is it Raina or Raina? I think it's Raina. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's like, Raina. Why did, They're speaking to her last name. Like, like, why did she have her head blown off her shoulders, but the boys didn't? Yeah. Like, what was the purpose there? Mm-hmm. We will see. Um, I loved, there were two of those like tiny moments that we talk about are like some of our favorite parts of the show, like mm-hmm. uh, Black Noir sitting down and playing the piano and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy Butcher driving through Vogelbaum's lawn. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah that was, so that was in character. That was really good character writing, yeah. Such a good choice of just like, uh-huh. yeah, no, he would absolutely not be fucking bothered with turning the steering wheel when he can just go straight. <laughs> that was pretty gold. And then um, the deep checking his own head. To yeah. like see, make sure yeah, that no, he like, yeah, I, I laughed. 
in the middle of this like gruesome murder scene i laughed so hard when i saw him just kind of like look around for a little bit and like feel his own head (laughs) he's like am i gonna blow up he gives these little taps to his head just like all good like I mean, honestly, fair. Like, the Deep, I have very mixed feelings on. Very mixed feelings about what the show is doing with him. But, like, uh, yeah, you know, relatable. He's really good comedic relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we didn't even talk about the cold open yet. Yeah. Fat Neil. Yeah. Good for him getting from work. Community. Is that who that was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The From the Dungeons & Dragons episode? He was going to kill himself, and then they play Dungeons & Dragons with him to save his life. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Oh, from Community. Yes. I, yeah. Okay. The TV show I have Community. Not, I, I have not seen that much Community compared to you guys. Oh, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. You must. <laughs> it's all on Netflix, man. And Hulu. And I'm trying to catch up for 2020, man. <laughs> Um, I've consumed exactly like four movies, five TV shows, and like half a dozen video games I, from this year. It, I don't know. That scene definitely got like just the post nine eleven mentality across. Even if, even if I think mechanically how that stuff played out in real life is kind of different, but I, I mean, they had to they had to montage it. But yeah, it's like how do people get radicalized until the alt right? This is one yeah. of the ways. Nah. I've always I've always said that about like white nationalism and like just just general like if you think that your race is superior to others, it, it's literally like that's the thing that you're taking pride in. Like yeah. this thing that is not like because they it doesn't times don't have anything else exactly. They they have literally nothing else going on in their life. So if they can build it up that they're special for something that is not special, right? Like then, then they ha- in their head have something going for them. I don't. So yeah, like if if I think it perfectly portrayed the just like monotony of like being radicalized piece by piece. I I, I don't know good. if this totally sold the white nationalist element of this enough, but really, mm-hmm. I mean okay. now this this show has. Yeah, if the first season was about like you know cops and corporatism, this season more than anything else is like so clearly like take a look at what's going around you guys fucking neo-nazism and alt-right people and shit like this is what they're doing i wouldn't even call it an allegory it's kind of just like a (laughs) putting a costume on shit that's going on right now a superhero costume yeah basically Mm. yeah and even super villain and even when he is out in public, like, at the store, and he sees the NNC broadcast, and he's, like, clearly, like, you know, tuning it out in his head and not actually giving it any worth, like, okay. because all all of his home life is Vought News. So, nah. all he thinks of is, like, this is my worldview, and when he's exposed to anything else, he's like, no, that's that stuff's not even true. That's all false information. Okay. So. That's fair. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was a nice little vignette. And I and I hope I do hope it has like more consequences than just like a one off. Uh, mm. Them going like, yeah, that was a tragedy. That's it. But you know, super villains, they're still real. Absolutely. So. Super terrorists. Both. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Dose. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Oh. oh yeah, another thing is that on Reddit people want to refer to it as the head wedding, which is pretty good. Hey. <laughs> It was rather unexpected. I don't know about you guys. I had yeah. kind of forgotten about the whole head exploder <laughs> being a thing. 
And then... Yeah, I was kind of... Yeah. Well, because I thought that they had kind of solved that with Sophie, but it, it never really sat well with me because... Right. Why would she, like, allow herself to be controlled? Like, she's clearly, one, not out in the open, and two, like, not okay with, you know, being with these people, so she wouldn't really work for them. So, like, I, I got kind of confused. I'm like, oh, okay, she just makes people explode with her mind. She must have been the head exploder. Yeah. But... I don't think so. Mm. Yeah. I, I would put money on the head exploder character, whoever that ends up being, being killed by Sophie. I don't know. No, she just like shows up and I, you know what? How turns many, them into mist. How many episodes do we have left this season? Three? One. One? Oh, okay. Yeah, one. Never Literally mind that. Never mind. Do you think the head exploder is going to be resolved at the end of the season? I feel like it might not. Mm. They might. I if it's not resolved, I think that they will reveal who it is. Okay, it I do. Like f- a, I feel yeah. like Stormfront will be resolved at the end of this season. I don't think she's gonna last through this finale. Uh, but I, I don't. I, don't I think, think that, that they're. I think they're setting her up to be like an important part of the show. I mean, I guess that she can still die. She and, was like she was this whole season. Yeah, she was literally like the main focus of villainy in this season. Mm-hmm. And now, now she's gone. Or in the, in my head, she's basically gone. It'd be, it'd be a pretty good arc. Uh, speaking of Homelander and Stormfront taking things way too fast, and they have a kid now. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I, I'm glad that Becca's not dead yet. Like, right. definitely was like, I know where this is going. Like, mm. Why do they need her anymore? And, um, yeah. You know. Kids, kids are emotional, and like I, yeah, he, he's gonna be like, I need to see my mom, <laughs> like, so. Mm-hmm. But pretty wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, also, yeah, she did like lie to him a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for a long time, and like it, it sounds like she had a very, uh, a lot of input into how he would be raised, and right was was definitely like shielding him from a lot of the world. Uh, intentionally, so I it not not that Homelander and Stormfront are gonna be no uh, an applicable no. replacement, but like he, he was he, there was a grain Nazis. of truth. Uh-huh. There was a grain of truth in him saying like you, he he could end up like me, like shocked and confused by the real world, and that's a problem. Like I I do think that she's right when she says that there is a part of you that like loves and cares for him, you know, right, and just wants the best for him. Uh, that part is not always active. No, hold and on. it was clearly like this most recent endeavor to be a father was just because Stormfront was like, oh, I kind of want a kid. <laughs> so. Yeah. I just got well, one lying around. Like, yeah, like I just kinda... got, oh, I got kids. Yeah. Oh, you, you want a kid? Oh, dude. <laughs> I got no plenty more. of those. Way ahead of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm 10 years ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want a kid? Well, if I got a surprise for you. <laughs> but... It's like they tried for like literally five seconds to like kind of humanize Homelander and be like, look, like what you're I get what you're doing by raising him this way. But like, it's not going to work. He's going to turn out like me. Now, let me have him so I can turn him out exactly <laughs> like me. I, he is correct in this situation, yeah. but for the absolute worst wrong reasons he doesn't he doesn't know how to like be a normal person or how to express any emotions at all so yeah like he can be right 
and then immediately be unbelievably wrong. Mm. Like that that but, is like, absolutely he wasn't like taking, in character. He wasn't taking him away to like try to give him a normal life and like make him a no. good person or he, he's taking him away so that that's, he can help him rule the earth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's literally he can be right in saying that like you're making some mistakes here and I'm a little worried about that. And then immediately be like, but also like, lols, <laughs> like, let's fuck him up in a different way. Like, yeah, son, that, you see that these... seems to be very in character. <laughs> you see these normies? Not actually people. Don't worry yeah. about them. Literally, they're robots. <laughs> Hold on one second, guys. I'll be right back. Oh, Jesus, that was foreboding. Oh, boy. Andrew, um, Andrew does that. and I, I, I always just slink away. And... Right mute myself mm-hmm. andrew always makes it like a fucking thing kind of terrifying yeah um i don't know i get it just fucking go to it um yeah and then the other big thing to come out of this episode is that mave and her girlfriend break up and like i'm mm, i'm not really into the story arc i feel like even if it's making a pretty good point about how corporations handle lgbtq issues like within the narrative of the show they're breaking up for some because of some really problematic tropes in in my opinion but that's Hmm. me which ones in particular are you thinking of i don't know i feel like there are a lot of stories where uh one queer character will say to their partner why why aren't you out publicly why aren't you out to your family are you ashamed of me or something kind of guilting them into it like that, which lines up with the situation in a lot of ways, I think. And then once they do that and then go through the process, the partner bails because the consequences of that are more than what they signed up for or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, but that's I, also, I, like, a very real problem. I, I don't necessarily agree with either of you. I mean, <laughs> I I think that they're definitely breaking up because she's done some really dark shit. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, they're girl, not right? breaking up because of, like, how things are going with her on the gay front. It's because she found out that her girlfriend has had a hand in killing a lot of people. Yeah. And she even mentions it. It's not just the plane. Like, it's... <laughs> The untold hundreds of people, like, other casualties throughout your superhero career, and like, that you've basically done the same thing for. I, so. Okay, now I will admit that maybe I'm reacting to this on more of, like, an emo- emotional level than a critical level, because that's one of my personal biggest fears, that what if I have relationships just crumble because people get to know me more? Jesus. I think that's everyone's, right? <laughs> Everyone, yeah, when she says, you know, this is this is the real me or whatever, like, yeah. Ooh, nope, not into it. That's, uh, that's, I think that everyone has that, uh, what's it called? Um, self-doubt, mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know. Just being very conscious about that sort of thing. Or maybe not, I don't know. I... <laughs> maybe it's yeah like one of those things that you just assume everyone's like and some people are like nah <laughs> what do you chill with it <laughs> what do you think was the conversation that got that very stoned male model <laughs> into in, into Maeve's bed this isn't lesbian <laughs> what are you doing 
so in character for Ashley. Too. Oh yeah. And then her robotic like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> oh my god, this <laughs> must be. A... How many fucking times are they gonna have to say she's by? <laughs> i curated the coming out story of of lesbianism that everyone in this country loved what are you doing popular lesbian couple (laughs) oh damn it yeah i don't know it was uh, i i don't hate it it's not my favorite storyline but and i and i feel like if it leads to mave becoming more of like an active participant in the goings-on of like the war between Vought and the boys and which or that, she then. might die. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, she does it's totally she... a possibility, but that's, that's involved. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess. That's involvement. I, I don't know. The, the, her deciding not to go with Annie, uh, after saving her from black noir, that to me makes her seem like she's kind of checked out from the situation and doesn't really care about the consequences anymore, but we'll see. That's still involved. <laughs> Yeah, like, no, like all you guys are saying, she might not be involved for long, which I don't disagree with. Mm-hmm. But all right. it's she's she's now definitely a little bit more in the fold, which I appreciate. It felt like she was like a side plot with the Deep and Homelander for a long time, right? And now to like just kind of be more involved in like the main story arc again, which I feel like she was in the first season, but not not as much in this season so far. Um, but maybe that there'll be a grand conclusion. Oh, we also know that um, Black Noir's face is kind of fucked up. So, and he's played by a black actor. Oh, so Black Noir huh. is black confirmed. Neat. Yeah. Do we? There was apparently a bunch of comic book readers that were like really weirded out by that. Can I? Mm, can I tell you guys the comic book spoiler that relates to Black Noir? Or are we still too fresh? Uh, okay. I would say no. I'll lay off. I don't think so, especially because I don't think he's dead. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, have that in the chamber when we need it, though. Um, yeah, I got a little doozy in the chamber. If, <laughs> if Black Noir is dead, though, I I can totally see Homelander just walking through like, oh, what the fuck happened here? And then, like, Black Noir is dead on the floor. Like, oh, Black Noir. <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Oh, buddy. Yeah, I was about to say buddy. <laughs> oh, buddy. No. Do we not? Was Black Noir not credited up until this episode? I don't think so. No, yeah. Oh, I think when he when they oh. pulled up his or when Maeve pulled up his mask, they they confirmed like the actor who was um like the like the stuntman you know who played him because he obviously doesn't have any lines or anything. Okay, so I was gonna say it like yeah. that. That deserves to be on somebody's resume, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> although I guess they could just swap out the actor. Like, all right, we need Black Noir to play a piano in this scene. Who's six two and can play piano? Get in there. <laughs> Um, that sounds like a, a girl's Tinder bio. <laughs> who's 6'2 who's six six two and, and can play piano? Play. Get in there. I cannot, but boy, do I have a guy on my on my floor freshman year of college. You would love him. Oh, I oh my. you were saying Black Noir was your piano guy. <laughs> I'm 6'2 and Black Noir can play piano. Oh my god, all the all the porn shit, the superhero <laughs> porn parry shit. Big Which Black Noir. Running a train on Starlight, <laughs> which absolutely, of course, right? Like, yeah. yeah. How how did no one ever think that? Yes, there would absolutely be porn parodies Although I, that, of superheroes. That does get to a question of the world building of this, which I feel like might break down under scrutiny. Which is not 
why I'm going to scrutinize it so much. Did 9-11 happen in this universe? I did know this at one point, and I've forgotten. Because one of those memes with Homelander was, like, better there than here, and had the towers being destroyed, but, like, did the superheroes let 9-11 happen? I feel like I, guess, in, yeah. I feel like the wars <laughs> in the Middle East are still happening in okay, this yeah. in this universe. So, so yeah, like, the superheroes must have let it happen, though. You're yeah. totally right, Lucas. Like mm-hmm. they they were scrambling jets, so like the government was aware that there was a threat. Superheroes absolutely should have intervened and <laughs> easily like eliminated the threat. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe that'll be a flashback. And then, yeah, only other thing to happen this episode that I think we haven't noted yet. Um, Annie's relationship with her mom continues to be one that does not benefit her. Yeah, I don't know. I did not like the Annie plot, honestly, yeah. this episode. It was so yeah. contained and, like, just felt like filler. Mm-hmm. There was no. She literally just got captured and then released. Mm-hmm. There was no consequences whatsoever other than yeah. Starlight is now a terrorist. <laughs> But like she's a boy already unknown. Yeah, Um, I did see one really funny meme that was um, like people who want to binge season two of the boys versus the like weekly releases. And then it was the from the porn parody that I want all of them in at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Which which superhero was that supposed to be? Uh, It was one that I don't think. Yeah, Jack from Jupiter is what it's from i think they mentioned him once in the show and he's like in the comics okay yeah what's his i'm gonna look up his power quick to see if that uh that 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 narrative holds it's making his asshole really big (laughs) you gotta gotta be maybe a little careful that you're gonna get some spoilers um yeah uh jack from jupiter this is on comic wiki Powers and abilities. Oh, just flight and superhuman strength. Ew. So, like... Basic shit. Well, yeah. I don't... Little, little bitch ass. <laughs> Ain't got nothing. Oh, did were you guys, like, a little terrified by Black Noir just going full ham? Like, on, on uh, fucking Starlight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he is... He is fucking something. <laughs> Like he's Super an absolute strong. unit. Yeah. Tree not allergy, like, a little bit of a handicap, but outside <laughs> of that, <laughs> we've seen we've seen a lot of like super strength based characters, but I think his like combat style was very fucking mm-hmm. violent. Yeah, he, he's, like, his Jesus like he's Queen Maeve if Queen Maeve was Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it feels like he would beat other super strength characters because of you know you kind of like Batman. Like yeah. if Batman had super strength, he'd be unbelievable. Like, he also. He de- it's become clear that he is the guy Vought relies on to do important shit. So yeah. I think just him giving more of a fuck than anybody else around him is a part of what makes him, yeah, so much more dangerous than everyone else. Yeah, he's definitely no nonsense, mm. and I think that's what they appreciate. He doesn't. He doesn't give him any lip. Mm. Literally. Also, there was a moment earlier when he was talking to the tech to try to locate Billy Butcher, mm-hmm. and um, she was like eating an almond joy, and she offered it to him, and he just oh. like, held up the oh. trash can, 
And no one, you know, you wouldn't think anything of it at the time. But yeah, now looking back on it, you're like, whoa, hey, he wasn't being a dick. He's just definitely allergic to that. (laughs) Foreshadowing. What a concept. I love it. And and yeah, when him and uh, Annie and Huey were talking outside the hotel and she got an Almond Joy and he was like, Almond Joys. Oh, it's like the worst. (laughs) Product placement. Yeah, I I mean, exactly. That's. That's re- the real reason, but like it's also kind of fun that the writers uh, kept a little bit of a gag going for it. Also, I know what I just said could have come off as facetious, but no, that's genuinely like <laughs> I enjoy that writing. I enjoy how considered this uh, show is, and maybe that should be the baseline, but I, I still appreciate it. Yeah. All right, unless we have some closing thoughts, I say we do a clap sync and then move on to the posthumous post-roll. Have we done that yet? Let's, let's do it. All right. I think, so. I think we've done that one. Fuck. All right, we got to scrap this whole podcast now. No such thing as an original idea. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening to episode 115 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, leave a rating, etc., depending on what platform you're listening to this on. If you're feeling a bit more generous, you can check out our Patreon, link in the description, and subscribe to one of our terrific tiers and join the likes of Tiffany Cole, Sensual Richard Nixon, and Sucky Badger. Otherwise, be sure to follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast. Send us an email with your questions and business opportunities, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram now. Andrew, what's that handle? Voluntary Viewing. What do we got on there? We got short clips uh, highlighting some of our best work on the podcast. And that's saying something. Mm-hmm. Mm. And last but not least, you can check me out on Twitter if you're cool enough at Lucas the Writer. I think that's it. We nailed it. Type podcast. It. We pulled it off. Yeah. Mm. What do we do now? I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> we were so efficient. <laughs> you could click stop recording. Is that what we could do with our hands? That is something you could do with your hands. I think I'm going to do that then. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye.